take a deep, long, slow breath in and exhale. And again, inhale and exhale. Finally, inhale and exhale. Welcome to the Mindful Music Pedagogy Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping music educators develop a balanced awareness of what we teach as well as who we teach. My name is Jessica Kebby, and if you like a direct, smart, kind, and sometimes humorous approach to music, education, and wellness, this is the place for you. Welcome to Mindful Music Pedagogy's Musician Interview Series. This episode is the third in a three-part interview series with singer and educator Sarah Tannehill-Anderson. Sarah is a Kansas City-based musician and the founder of RaiseYourVoiceKC.com. In this final episode, we discuss auditions and rejection, the importance of knowing yourself as well as your students, the pros and cons of being an intuitive musician and person, how mindfulness is a part of Sarah's studio in a physical way, Byron Katie and her work, being judged as a musician, and best of all, funny audition stories. If you haven't listened to parts one and two yet, please take a few minutes to get caught up. Here in episode three, we pick up at the tail end of Sarah's experiences as an opera singer. So when I posed the initial question, so when you were going through all of that, did you think about mindfulness? The that we were referencing was her professional opera career. Well, um, so when you were doing all of that, do you think, did you think about mindfulness? Did you, or what did that look like for you? Mindfulness for me as an opera singer was getting my game face on for auditions. Mm -hmm. The most mindful practicing I did was dealing with that. Um, It wasn't performance anxiety for me. Mm -hmm. It was sheer dread of auditioning because I felt like, um, I felt like it was a losing battle. Mm. I'm going to walk in. Rejection or? Rejection and I'm never going to get a gig from just going in and showing them my doll song, my doll aria. I'm not going to... What did you think would get you the gig? Previous experience Mm -hmm. of working with me. My professional Uh behavior. I'm easy to work with. I know my music. Mm -hmm. I can help you learn your music. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm extremely reliable on stage, off stage, and I'm nice. I'm nice to everybody. I'm nice to the the wig designer. Why wouldn't you be? What a fool to not be (laughs) nice to the backstage crew, to the leading lady, to everyone. How hard is that? Um it it, it's so that that is what I have to offer. Mm -hmm. If I just go into an audition Mm -hmm. and I show them my Nanetta's aria, that is just not enough. That's not Mm -hmm. enough. In my opinion, it's not, uh, it's not who anyone is, but I'm not going to, that's not my most impressive feature is going Mm -hmm. in and singing, you know, this aria that they've heard 10 of before. Right. um, At the time I had a look that I thought was pretty unique. This is all what opera singers have to think about. Mm. Um, but I really did look like the average ingenue, you know, cute little perky with the big eyes and mm-hmm. the pixie haircut, you know, <laughs> little black dress with red heels. Right. Everything was just pretty stereotypical. I just thought it, I thought it was unique. 
Um, it was probably unique for you. It's unique for me, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the best <laughs> I could do. But, you know, before those auditions, there was a whole... Yeah. Um, I went through a whole routine. Yes. Maybe a little superstitious, but a routine that got me ready for those auditions. And what was it? The routine, and there's a little after routine, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is always a comedic moment okay. that has to happen. Did you create these, or did you just let them happen to you? <laughs> I usually created them. Okay. Such as. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we need this an so example. I feel like we need wine. <laughs> Only 11 o'clock in the morning, Sarah. it's 11 o'clock in the morning right now. But it is the Monday before Thanksgiving. (laughs) What could go wrong? Oh, my gosh. There was... Usually, I instigated it. Not that I was trying to. And it's hilarious that I'm saying this as if it was a formula. But it really... But now when you look back, you see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. um, There was always something... Like, I think it is is very amusing the way people act in bulk. So um, I think it's really funny when there's, there are, you know, it's not funny when there are two people who are nervous for an audition waiting oh, outside the room. Oh, I see what you're going. <laughs> it's funny when there oh, are 15. And they're all in black 50. heels, or in black dresses and red heels. All in black dresses. <laughs> all, you know, the most, you know, opera singers are about the most beautiful people in the world. Mm-hmm. It, they are voluptuous mm-hmm. a lot of the time or extremely tall. Thin. You know, there yeah. are real extremes and... I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful woman than a woman about to, like a dramatic soprano mm-hmm. with her beautiful figure about to walk into an audition. She's got full makeup on, her mm-hmm. hair's piled high. She's She is just about as beautiful as anyone you've ever yes. seen. She's not a model. She's an actual yeah. person, and it is yeah. just stunning to see. And so you see... And they're trying really hard. You know, they're like really like a room full Whoa. of people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. See, like, the warm up. Oh, that's oh gonna be amazing. Gosh. It's hilarious. Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> I want to take. Let's you talk about the pianist right too sometime because we're not any <laughs> oh better. Oh my gosh, but, we yeah. do. We, we, well, we, anyway. I want to talk about those. those <laughs> we're the quiet, passive aggressive. Anyway, go ahead. Totally. Oh, audition the company. How many times do they get thrown under the bus? Yeah. They look. You know, the singer looks over and they're like. <laughs> this is my tempo and then they come in way slower because you know singers drag There's a we need to that. start a studio where you teach the voice and I'll teach them piano oh. to get them through auditions let's do it like once a month where let's it's like it. a little audition workshop yeah the singer hears something Practice. and then the, uh, it would be great <clears throat> for you to tell the singers you know mm-hmm Here's what your pianist needs. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know this because you did piano too, but yeah. Right. But, but sometimes be not hearing from a own teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Be so good coming from you. And also there, yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of things that I don't know, you know, that pianists are like, no, actually, mm-hmm. I don't want you to tape the pe- the pages together. <laughs> Please don't copy them front and back. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot there. Um, I'm sorry. So no, your okay. comedic pre-audition scene. So there there are a lot of auditions that happen in this place called the NOLA Sound Studios mm-hmm. in New York City. And um, most auditions happen in New York City for singers, opera singers. And so you, you fly to New York about November 29, let's say. And you stay there until December 12th. Oh, okay. It's very expensive. They just do a bunch do all at once? Yes. It's called oh. your audition tour. Oh, all right then. 
And you have one black dress mm-hmm. that you wear to all of them, yep. mm-hmm. one pair of heels, and you don't put them on until right before the audition. Okay. You know? um, so you go to this, there are other audition locations, but that's one of them. And there are five, probably five audition rooms Santa Fe Opera, Opera Omaha, Boston. Oh, I see. Okay. So you can just stand there and if you're smart, get them all in that day. I never, I never got that organized. I never was that good. But, um, so there'd be 30 to 50 people Mm -hmm. in this lobby sort of place. Okay. And you can't warm up in there per se, but there's a little bit of like Mm -hmm. worrying. Yes. There's worrying, vocal worrying going on and there's a lot of talking on the phone to their agent because there's a lot of posturing so oh, they're okay. the corner like well I told Robert Mershak that he blah 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 you know and they're all talking to their agents or whoever um no one is to blame here everybody's right. nervous sure so one time here's one of my comedic times one the elevator goes all the way to the top. The, mm-hmm. the, this audition space is at pretty much the top of the building, if okay. I remember correctly. It's been a few years. And so there are 10 people, 10 singers, oh, in, the in the elevator. <laughs> and we're all just standing there, not saying Don't anything. look at my competition. Exactly. All <laughs> in game face mode. Right. Or maybe just they don't want to talk to you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad of a thing, but I just hate it <laughs> couldn't we like have some we're humans fun yeah. yeah i mean because i have to go in and be adorable in my audition. i need to get ready help yeah. me be adorable i'm not singing dc doctor i'm singing like you know so someone say something funny um so i said one time <laughs> and you just know that you're someone else's like horror story right yes. this is if you're a yes. comedic antidote and then to them they're like oh my gosh Totally. I, but because we all do it. I'm not I'm making sure fun everyone, of you. I'm just like, oh no, you can't make fun of me because it's completely backfired. Oh. I'm sure there are people in that elevator who later on with their friends were like, that's right. Yeah. Oi, girl. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of the elevator and She's I go. She's probably a soubrette. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> now that I know what that word means. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ay, 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 a soubrette. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I say, I mean, there's a, it's a slow elevator and it's like 29th floor. Um, so I say, wow, I didn't know the elevator went up to hell (laughs) because I think this is like the worst place on the planet. You know, there's nothing worse. And no (laughs) no one said a word. They're just sort of standing there. I'm like, and then what did you do? (laughs) Oh my god! I got out of the elevator (laughs) with said ten to fifteen people, and basically um, wanted to hide my face, and probably did not audition very well because I was like, "Wow, I'm a failure even in the pre-audition, you know, situation." (laughs) But I'm just—I was just desperate Uh, for, you know. Some camaraderie or just some fellowship. Right. You, you don't want. You do want to be focused, but the mindfulness mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. need before an audition is about negative emotion arises, squelch Out. it. Yes. Negative emotion arises, and I it literally makes my throat dry. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. Get positivity in yeah. you, and figure out how to do it. I, I tell my students 
who have to audition, leave your earbuds in, mm. whether you have music or not, <clears throat> if you need to not talk to anyone, right. if you need to talk to someone, call your mom, mm-hmm. call your friends, call someone before the audition and um, do what you need to do, which yeah. is clearly what these people were doing. Right. You know, they're yeah. not to blame. I just desperately needed fun. Mm-hmm. So I, and then another thing that I would do before an audition, which I just recently had an audition mm-hmm. and I haven't had audition in a long time. Yeah. And it brought up all of these emotions mm, again, you yeah. know, I dreaded it and I'm like, why do I dread this so much? Right. I always sing well in an audition. Hmm. Always. It's never the singing. It's always the, please don't ask me any questions. Ah, uh, Okay. I like before can, you sing or after? Before I sing, after uh-huh. I sing, in between, you know, arias. Mm-hmm. Um, I you just can't need hear to be, you. I yeah. can't see you. I don't know if I'm supposed to agree with everything you right. say. It's just awkward. Yeah. And I don't like my speaking voice when, like, I sing and then uh-huh. I speak. And yeah. It's way different. Sure. And, um, or I feel like it is. And uh, it's just, I feel like a boob auditioning. So it's really about all of the emotions mm-hmm. that I have and going through those emotions. And that's another thing I want to say about mindfulness. Be mindful that performing, rehearsing, mm-hmm. and auditioning have negative emotions. Mm-hmm. You are not going to die from them and don't right. run from them. Right. But it's really hard when you mm-hmm. you're, you know you're going to be faced with the dread of, right. oh my gosh, the pianist. The pianist is going way too fast. And what do I say? And I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I'm always so empathetic because I am a rehearsal pianist. There you go. Yes. And, a and um, so what do I do? Do I just go that tempo? I think I can do it. Oh, oh my gosh. But I'm screwing right. up now. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's an emotion there. But yeah. that doesn't bother me nearly as much as just... I'm, I feel like I'm on display and you know? mm-hmm. I just feel like a boob. I feel mm-hmm. like a boob. That's all. So dealing with those emotions. Yeah. And then I have this after performance thing where Sorry. it's really important. <laughs> Are you getting a visual? <laughs> just one boob. I just feel like <laughs> I need to go on auditions with you. I'll be your comic. <laughs> we should anyway. videotape. I will, you know, I should put together uh... an audition tour. I'm probably too old. Now, but I should put together an audition sh- tour oh. in New York, and you should go with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> You'll be my my pianist. Yes, I'll be your your yes, you terrible pianist. I'll do all the wrong things. We'll have we should do oh the gosh, video, awesome. like of all the things not to do on an audition yes. tour. Yeah, let's oh do it. Gosh, we sure. could simulate the Nola Sound Studios <laughs> lobby with the girl with her. We absolutely need to do this. I'll never forget one of my favorite memories is what at the first college that I was teaching at, we always had the kids do like recital lab, right? And the, um, but you, it was a small school. And so these kids often had not really had a lot of like performing musical experience, at, like as soloists uh-huh. before. And so, you know, we're trying to talk to them about how to present themselves and what to do when you're doing performances and different things. And it wasn't getting through. So one week, um, some of the other faculty and I were just like, you know what we need to do is just go out on stage and do a concert yes. and do all the wrong things. Because as soon as they see it, yes. they're going to be like, oh, wow. Okay. And obviously it's to the max. Blame. But, yeah. oh, it was the best. And we had so much you fun. Did we did it. And the, the, and the kids picked up instantly. Yes. I love it that. Was They'll hilarious. never forget it. 
and they'll never it's forget so it. much fun that's so great that's so smart <clears> because they don't you know that they're just there's this performance etiquette yeah that it it doesn't have to be scary or strict yeah. or formal necessarily right. but there are just a few things that just don't do yeah just don't do yeah exactly that's but very anyway, cool sorry I need to totally. do that with um I need to take that to high schools, you know, and yes. show what to, <laughs> Have you seen about. Colleen Mallett? Do you know her? She's a soprano down in Texas no. at TCU. Oh, anyway, she does a comedic act. Does she it's do? really uh, funny. <laughs> but anyway. Which is probably more educational tangent. than anything, you know. <laughs> it's educational to be funny. It is. See? <laughs> Except I really, I guess I really wasn't funny. Oh, <laughs> You're funny. Uh, okay, so, wow. Where were we? Um, <laughs> auditions. Hmm, auditions. Oh, auditions yeah, yeah. And the mindfulness. Yes. Uh, that, I mean, I, I don't have any good advice about that. I mean, I guess I do with the putting your earbuds mm-hmm. in or getting in the right place, not thinking about it too much. And how do you figure that out? Do you think you kids, people just figure this out by doing it enough and figuring out what doesn't work and what does work? Yeah, but I do <clears> think, I mean... I do think you know innately. Mm-hmm. I can see in singers mm-hmm. which which one they are. Mm-hmm. I do a little. I call it a happy hour mm-hmm. where they come and they sing the song that they've been working on all month. Mm-hmm. And if they're not ready, they could do the first half of yeah. it or do it on yeah. an uval instead sure. of the words if it's Italian or something. Or they can show up and drink a little bit of mm-hmm. wine and watch someone else do it. Um, I don't want to call it a studio class. It's really just supposed That's to be fun. Really fun. It's really okay. great. And with adult women, it, it really gives them a deadline or a motivation mm-hmm. to practice and come to their lessons and stuff. But um, what was my point to that? I was asking you, do you feel like they just oh. had to figure this out? Yeah, or? I can see. Mm-hmm. They, they, I can tell that they know immediately what they need. Okay. If they come in right at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock is when mm-hmm. it starts. And they go, I want to sing first. <laughs> you know that they're the people who, they've Don't been in their car me. for an yeah. hour, mm-hmm. like, getting it together. Yeah. And then you have someone who comes in and is, like, super boisterous and mm-hmm. maybe more funny than normal. That would be me. And wants to talk the whole time mm-hmm. and maybe sing at the end. Mm-hmm. That, you can tell that they, I mean, innate, innately, you know what to do. You just yeah. have to pay attention to it. And yeah. then figure out how to do it. That may take some time. To figure out how how to implement that in New York, there's no there's no quiet space, mm. um, so you have to figure out how to make it for yourself. Obviously, earbuds mm-hmm. um, with music, that's really good um, for the New York audition hmm. situation, which is singers. Um, you there's not a, a place to really warm up yeah. in New York, <clears throat> so I have this technique of like yeah. you take your clothes. You change your clothes mm-hmm. in a restaurant mm-hmm. near the audition space. When you're in the bathroom, uh-huh. you take all the clothes and you put them over your mouth and, oh, you know, do a little bit of like sirening <laughs> yeah. and just, you know, try yeah. to stretch. That's all you get. And you have to just be, to have to leave it there. Hmm. You do. That would be you have tough to be okay for other, <laughs> for everybody, I'm sure. Like it's for the obsessive for pianists or like, oh my gosh, just totally. to play two seconds beforehand. I Ugh. don't know how piano auditions are. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how that world does anything cold. And I don't know how singers sing uh, yeah, cold I either. Think it's it's yeah. hard. But, yeah. um, hmm. yeah. So I think that to, 
to offer that experience to students is really great. And you were saying earlier, a kind of controlled environment, like, okay, I'm going to have my friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Me, who I know is going to be like, that's amazing. I'm in tears. <laughs> and then once you get more comfortable, I think it's great to yeah. provide that or to encourage um, students, like, play this for your mom because you mm-hmm. know your mom's going to love you no matter what. Of course, what. yeah. Your dad's more critical because he was a piano major. <laughs> uh, wait until yes. you feel better and then play that for him. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's really smart. So as a teacher, mm-hmm. We can be, I feel like it has, mindfulness has different facets. When you are mindful as a performer, that takes on a certain role. But when you're mindful as a teacher, you said something earlier about, you know, you see it in your students, what they need. I don't think that all teachers know that, you know, is that just something that your personality or is it something you've intentionally cultivated? It's probably the, one of the strongest, I hope I'm right. Um, it's not necessarily a good thing all the time. So it's not like I'm complimenting myself, but it could be one of the strongest, um, attributes that I have or the Mm -hmm. strongest character, um, qualities that I have is that I'm extremely conscious Mm -hmm. of aware of my surroundings with people, with energy and feeling. Yes. Yes. And Double-edged sword, I hear you. It's a double-edged sword, yeah. <laughs> For me, the trick is I see what is happening, but I don't know if it's directed at me. Like, of course, and I Ooh. internalize it all as negative towards me. Uh-huh. But, you know, <laughs> like yeah. someone's in a bad mood. Oh, my gosh, what did I do? What did I, I do? Like, yeah, why I, did I, for, I must have done something. Yeah, that's tough. So, but, but anyway, tough. I know what you mean about seeing it. And then... It's, yeah, for me, it is a double-edged sword because I am very exhausted after Mm -hmm. then and I can only teach a few hours a day because I am extremely aware I I have no buffer Mm -hmm. and I'm still trying to figure that out how to let it go you know this is this other person's problems and Mm -hmm. and um issues and but I I internalize it without Mm. trying and also I cater to people's feelings whereas um, I'm always going to do that. I'm always going to believe in that, but I do, I am kind of jealous of the teacher who's like, hmm. uh, it's been an hour. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to teach you the same way, whether yes. you're crying because mm. your husband is a jerk or you are, you know, totally fine. Or, yeah. you, and a lot of it for singers <clears throat> is vocal, you know, you, sure. you come in with allergies. We have the worst allergies in the world. Yeah in Kansas City and <laughs> we're talking in. about this as the wind is whipping around <laughs> the house and blowing all the leaves up oh, totally. my word. I mean if, and there's a there's a different allergy for every day for yeah. every week and so I will see I have 25 students mm-hmm. there could be um 20 of my 25 students have the same allergy mm-hmm. the same to whatever week. blew up yeah. you know and um I'm not gonna say go home Right. We're going to work, but I'm going to be so careful and like, yeah. we're gonna do this warm up. It really makes you feel better and keep drinking mm-hmm. water. Let's take a water break. And mm-hmm. I just am so, um, I really want to be connected and am mm-hmm. normally, naturally mm-hmm. connected That's easy to for people, you. Yeah, their needs. So, is that um, reflected in your studio space? What does it look like or it is. feel like, smell like, all those? Things. It matters to me so mm-hmm. much. I want it to be clean. Mm-hmm. 
uh, dust-free, mm. although it's not a Your lot. dust fairy doesn't come? Sorry, my dust my fairy dust fairy never shows up. I've made a commitment to <laughs> dust my piano every day. Oh, <laughs> you can look at mine right over there. That's not even physically possible. That's good. I can see That's the legs thing. of my piano. <laughs> anyway. My teacher had a, uh, this oh, beautiful, like, tapestry. Turkish shawl yeah. over it. That was a really good idea. I That's get it. Smart. Totally get why she did it. <laughs> Because the thing accumulates dust, yeah. and singers are very sensitive to mm-hmm. dust. And, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I like it to be dust-free, but my students will tell you that that's not true. Um, I also like, I light a candle earlier in the day because I mm-hmm. really love things to smell good. Mm-hmm. But singers are sensitive yeah, to candles. I would be, yeah, that <laughs> so can I be, be tricky. Careful. I, I just, ha- I want every, my kitchen is very mm-hmm. close to my living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an open plan, so I have to mm-hmm. be careful not to. I'm not going to be frying fish before right. I, that I do. <laughs> Cooking lentils. Right. During... <laughs> and, and, you know, if a student comes in and you can tell she's, yes. like, got this gunk or mm-hmm. something, I'll turn on the kettle mm-hmm. and say, you know, let's have some tea while yeah. we're doing this. There's water, mm-hmm. you know, provided. And then I do have students come in with bottles of wine. Like, oh. <laughs> it's time. It's time for me it to feel better It is music slash therapy session. <laughs> it is. It uh, is. Um, yeah. it is. And you're music. okay with that? So that's fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. I love it. And I, I really love my women to mm-hmm. vent to me. I love them to feel comfortable in the space, sit down on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught... We had some work done on the house, and I oh, taught... Right. Is it done? No. Oh, I'm sorry. It's still... He's never I heard leaving. about the chimney. Sorry. He's never anyway. going to leave. <laughs> pretty much is the deal. Um, but I taught at... I thought I would just teach at my husband's um, church... What am I trying to say? Church office. Oh, okay. Yeah. In there. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll just teach there mm-hmm. until it's done, and it's a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Because yeah. it wasn't my controlled my environment. Yeah. yeah, it has to be the right temperature. Mm-hmm. It has to be. There's a big window where they can look out the window mm-hmm. in my living room, and they you can see the Kaufman Center. Oh, cool! And it's just really nice. And also, hmm. I have all of my books there. Yes. And oh gosh. Yeah. It's really important that singers <laughs> do not like bend over mm. and share music with you, and so yeah. that's my usually that's my biggest trouble. Is like okay. we need two copies of everything, <clears throat> right? So that you can see, use a stand, use your yeah. posture, blah blah blah. Oh, so yeah, cool. mm-hmm. that matters so much to me. Mm-hmm. My environment matters. When mm-hmm. I first started teaching, um, I taught in a an, at an institute mm-hmm. and. Um, like for after school lessons, mm-hmm. and there was a mold. On oh, jeez! Yeah, it smelled Goodness weird gracious. in there. It yeah. was cold in there. It just—I struggled a lot. Yeah. So it—it it really matters to me mm-hmm. what my environment is, and for them too. But yeah, I feel like it's really for me because <laughs> I'm in You're there. You're the one. All the, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I as. We probably should wrap up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even if you want me to like answer, I would short, love to know. Yeah, a couple shorter things. answers of all of the rest of your questions yeah, or something. I'm wondering, like, so for me, <clears throat> I had never heard of mindfulness. Um, this all came about for me as a personal kind of quest, mm-hmm. you know, for helping with performance anxiety for myself and with students, mm-hmm. and so. And then, you know, along the way, 
I found this in some of my research and then it, it just made a lot of sense. So and then I started practicing it and starting to try to incorporate it with my students. <clears throat> but I feel like for me, I'm doing it a little bit in reverse. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I missed a lot of years that, you know, probably could have been more productive. Um, and, and so I have moments in my mind where I know that I failed drastically and publicly and, <laughs> and that I think, geez, you know, I could have, <laughs> I, at least if not before, I could have used some mindfulness afterwards. Oh, I would have known. <laughs> yes. Yeah, after and the PTSD a... of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I think, I mean, and not to say that if you're mindful, it's perfect because it's not, but right. you have things in place that can help you set different expectations or not view things as, yeah. as failing as much. But I also have found that I don't fail as obviously maybe as I mm-hmm. have in the past and that helps. But so I have moments where I have clear memories of things going incredibly wrong and then mm-hmm. also memories of things going incredibly right. Mm-hmm. And, and I know why do you have any of those like that either tied to mindfulness or not, or yes, like a and couple... I, I'm, I don't know if you know Byron Katie, but she's mm-hmm. a, um, kind of a philosopher through, she had a nervous breakdown and, and uh, woke up with this idea. And th- so this, the idea is exactly what you're saying. Um, who would you be without your story? And mm-hmm. so your story is this patchwork quilt of experiences. Mm-hmm. And what would happen if you didn't sign on to that story every time? Well, I'm nervous for auditions because mm-hmm. I screwed up that piano uh, mm-hmm. That first piano recital, and I'll never forget it or forget <laughs> Which myself. is actually true. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, what I try to do is unscramble mm-hmm. and, and detach from my story. Mm-hmm. Did I know that back then? No. In Did the I moment you're talking about? You In try the to... moment, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, now. Yeah. Um, and I try to detach from, you know, there, there are certain arias that gave me a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. until I turned 40 and now I'm 44 and there is no trouble at all singing Mm -hmm. about that aria. But, but mentally you still have the baggage. Yeah. Or would have Mm -hmm. if I hadn't spent so much time going, I'm going to mindfully tell myself, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is fine. I can do this now. So do you, in the moment you give yourself like a positive Mm -hmm. instruction, positive. Yes. In the Momentum. rehearsal. In the and, rehearsal, okay. You know, practice, that's, that can be what practice is mm-hmm. more than we even know. Mm-hmm. It's giving yourself a chance to, quote unquote, perform the piece mm-hmm. with the right mindset. Yeah. Perform the piece with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And you're going to fail and fail and still pound the piano mm-hmm. and say, why can't I get that note? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully the practice will help you find the kindness, you know, yeah. be, help yourself be more kind to your instrument, to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just get used to feeling a certain way about it. Right. Cause it's, this is hard y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm saying this in retrospect too, because mm-hmm. I, but I'm, this is what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So separating yourself yeah. a little, separate yourself yeah. or recognize it, write it down, say mm-hmm. this this triggers all sorts of emotions for yeah. me. You know, I've always thought this aria was too hard for me. Here I am singing it, and I'm getting paid to sing it, mm-hmm. and I sound great. Mm-hmm. 
what did I do? Uh oh, am I right? So yeah, then you start to micromanage. Yes, yeah, you micromanage yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot there that you can glean from. Mm -hmm. You can also look back at history and say, you know, I did completely mess up. Mm -hmm. What happened? Nothing. Mm -hmm. My parents were still proud of me. Right. (laughs) Um, I still am playing. I Mm -hmm. still am singing. So I think we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves though, because there are times we, we, I've heard some of these phrases like, you know, you're your worst critic, which is true. Mm-hmm. However, there are a lot of really mean critics out there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Amen. while I'm probably the worst <laughs> myself, <laughs> there have been some not so kind ones too, and which mm-hmm. is fine. But you know, yeah. not learning yes. learning not to to put stock in that. But for mm-hmm. me, that's a rather hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, comfort maybe because yeah. there are some it's music there are some mm-hmm. uh everybody's not a mindful people everybody's a critic <laughs> yes and Every, i do too and i everyone yeah. in the audience is there right. to make a judgment exactly otherwise they wouldn't be human right they, you're sitting in the audience you're watching something you're judging yep. you could be judging positively or negatively exactly. or whatever and <clears throat> with no knowledge with complete knowledge mm-hmm. but there's no one in the room who's just sitting there like <laughs> right yes yeah um, i hope not i feel I hope they're moved by something yeah. you don't want that either <laughs> good right? or bad exactly that's I'm also just... byron katie talking okay. about people judge yes and yes so for i rem- like i heard that growing up like people saying oh don't worry about what other people think and i think but I kind of have to, like, not worry about it, but we still have to acknowledge it. To not acknowledge it isn't doing anybody a favor. And so, You're not getting stronger if you don't acknowledge right. it. Right. And to say, you know what? Hmm, I screwed that up. Mm-hmm. And that probably did have some consequences for me professionally. And that's just, that's just the way yeah. it is. You know what? Yes. And that, but to find a way to process that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like you were saying... In your opera time, you it wasn't a matter of screwing up. You did these things really well, and yet you still felt like, people, hello, like, yeah. see me. Look. See me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm much more with this. Yeah, and yeah. so the struggles to feel, um, what am I trying to say? Like, to feel that we are doing our best mm-hmm. and still giving ourselves positive and constructive feedback while recognizing that we are in a world mm. that is very um, judgmental. That's right. But not to somehow to make it through without letting mm-hmm. that destroy our That is mindset. such a dance. <clears throat> yeah. Such a dance. <laughs> and, and also like constructive criticism, mm-hmm. constructive feedback. I mean... Everyone can give you constructive. Yeah. It's I hard it to only find from a few people. Yes, exactly. I, I oh mercy, yes. Yeah. Because you start getting blown around by this person said this, this person said this, yeah. And then it can oh yes, and it's it can open mess with season you. Season on singers. Let me tell you, <laughs> sure. it's open yeah. season, especially if you're nice. You know, if you yeah. if you're nice and you're you don't run out the back door, which is what I want to do a lot, but. If you go down to the audience mm. and see them afterwards, they have a lot of things to say. They have a lot sure. of things to say. There's yeah. a lot of kudos. That's yes. great, but there are a lot of mm-hmm. 
Really? You're going to say that to me? Right. I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know you. how to respond to that. <laughs> uh, and I have, I do have yeah. my little pat answers, but it, it's really, yeah. and, and it's about being approachable exactly. too. You know, yeah. I could just be a jerk. And but you do that easier. because that's who you are, right? You don't do that because, and that's the thing I think for me that's taken a long time to figure out is it doesn't really I mean, it does matter, but it doesn't matter what people think because at the end of the day, you still have to be who you are for your peace of mind. That's right. So you need to be approachable. That is Whether they tell you you shouldn't have worn that sweater, honey, on stage or whatever it is that they're going to tell you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I had bangs. I had long bangs for a while. They were straight across, like gamine. Mm -hmm. Really cute. I loved them. And if they got a little longer, I liked them too. I sometimes had them short. People would just be like, why? You're covering up your whole face with your bangs. And You're like, actually just, not my whole thing. Like, can we talk about I the music? I could do that. <laughs> I'm just saying like the hardest right? Mozart face I've ever, you know. Oh um, my gosh. Or, you know, a lot of people, um, you did such a great job. You know, my daughter's a singer. Oh, she is. Yes, she's uh, 15 years old. Yes. <laughs> I know. Or like, oh, you play piano? Oh my gosh, I played piano when I was in fourth grade. Same <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, we could be twins. I mean, not to put that down, but it's just like, okay. I know. And it's thing. just, you know, a lot of times, okay. too, people, this is this is great. I think this is so funny. A lot of times people, after a performance, they, they tell you, great job, mm-hmm. and then they, they want to talk about themselves. Oh, sure, yeah. And they sit and they talk about uh, who when knows they what. they did, it, yeah. yeah. The time you're just like, I'm still breathing heavy from right. walking on stage, <laughs> but please, tell me about your granddaughter who oh, yes. is a professional bowler. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, that's funny. But, perf- you know, performing, it yeah. really is, um, it's an open season. If you mm-hmm. get up yes. and uh, hmm. you're... you're Everybody, nobody's a stranger yeah. to you. Once you get up I didn't and you know share that, that yeah. it's really, it's cool. I mm-hmm. love it. It's just sometimes I'm not in the right mood for it. Yes. And um, <clears throat> I've actually slowed down my performance schedule. You told me, yeah. Wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful thing to do. And um, hmm. I'm really lucky to even be able to say that I can slow it down. But I, hmm. I've slowed it down so that I could be more present and enjoy my performances more. Mm-hmm. Can I pay my bills? Maybe not. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you got your sugar daddy for. <laughs> my high school class teacher who gets paid oh. the same time every month. It, I just, it blows so my weird. mind. It's the same amount and everything. It's just like, what? Something in Missouri education I know. is working. Something to be said about that. You know you get paid little, a very little amount of money to do your job when you think the high school choir director. It's a stable career. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm literally married in Forest Money. No. Um, but you know, uh, the, the, I, I think it was really important for me to mm-hmm. do that just to like, okay, I'm running from gig to gig right. and I'm cranky mm. and I'm mad to be wearing the same dress and I'm drinking wine afterwards to forget. And mm. you know, I, yeah. perf- I have a great time performing. So what's yeah. the deal? Yeah. So, um, I've slowed all that down just just a little bit, just to feel like I could enjoy myself more and practice more. Mm-hmm. Practicing is mindfulness. <clears throat> you're being mindful yeah. of what you're about to do. And you're being you're making mm-hmm. um you have a relationship with your instrument. Mm-hmm. And if you don't spend time with that in that relationship, it feels foreign to you. Yeah. And maybe you can still rock it out. Maybe yeah. you still got it. 
uh, without practicing, but it's a little not bit empty. Long. Yeah, long. Long. especially up. piano. I mean, there's no. Good lord, I feel like I have it. Yeah, <laughs> this is a. It's, that's just always a struggle, man. Yeah, yeah. With that's job ten, and it's t- literally kids ten and... fingers. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, I'm just kidding. I can only sing one oh. note at a time. I mean, I think this morning I could probably sing two notes <clears throat> at a time. But I, I only have to sing one yeah. note at a time, and it, it's yeah. Still but there's hard. other stuff in there. That's the thing. Like, I, yeah, yeah. We all do crazy things with our instruments. Yeah, but it's true. It's really hard to find to, to yeah to find the right balance, or to not yeah. panic practice, or do the the bursts of practice, which is defining kind of my life right now. But bursts of practice. It has sometimes that is how it has to be, and sometimes you know for a short time, and then yeah. you have to be able to get back into it. So it's so true. I <clears throat> have a friend who's a, a pianist and mm-hmm. organist, and mm-hmm. she says that. She is a better person mm-hmm. when she practices every mm-hmm. day. She's a better wife, mm-hmm. a better teacher, obviously a better pianist. Right. <laughs> um, but it's this mm-hmm. connection. My first love was piano. Yeah. My second love was violin. Mm-hmm. My third love may have been a boy. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. But first yes. it was piano. Yeah. And if, if I'm having a really tough day... Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to that piano and I'm going to play the Brahms piece that I love or the, you know, something. I'm going to play something that I can play and I don't have to worry too much. But Bach, I mean, Goldberg variation number one can cure (laughs) a multitude Uh, of ailments, you know, very slowly. It's okay. Um, It's slow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do it like the Glenn Gould version, (laughs) the, the, the later years Glenn Gould version. But, um... That's that's mm-hmm. important to me, and that that's how I feel. You can be mindful. Practicing yeah. can be mindful, and make your the rest of your life go a little smoother. Mm-hmm. If you're not browbeating yourself in the practice, right. yeah. <laughs> and that's what you're yeah. going to help change by yeah, shining some so. light on this. And you too, yeah. Thank you. We'll keep it up. Yay. Well, thank you so much for your time. My goodness, two hours. So fun. <laughs> I could talk by. all day. I know. We could. Yeah. I could talk all day. I mean, really, <sighs> it's great. So thank you for having me. And really, is there anything else? Um, we'll just keep talking. And yeah, I think we need it. to take that show this on the like road. This is B-roll. Run yeah, the... exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll do the our comedic version of what our lives could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, all right. So thank you for listening and check out Sarah's site, which is raise your voice, And maybe get a practice journal and right. start working on this. So. That's right. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the mindful music pedagogy musician interview series. I'm your host, Jessica Kebby, and I hope you enjoyed these past three episodes of my interview with Sarah Tannehill Anderson. I had so much fun getting to talk with Sarah, and she's someone I've also had the pleasure of performing with a few times. In fact, we're currently working on an album together along with the Midwest Chamber Ensemble, so if you're interested in learning more about that, let me know. Also, please check out Sarah's site, RaiseYourVoiceKC.com, to learn more about her. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please let us and others know. And don't forget to subscribe so you stay up to date with our latest episodes. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfulmusicped, on Twitter at mindfulmusicped, 
or you can contact us at mindfulmusicpedagogy.com where you can also find other helpful resources.